you are Locked On the NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm joined by Adam Mattis. Adam, we are now a week into basically being stuck in our houses. Uh, how big an upset is it that Jen hasn't divorced me yet? It's a huge upset. The biggest upset of the year so far. But like you said, it's only been a week. Um, <laughs> you would never crown a championship in the NBA season in week one. No, but it has been. Uh, it, for me, this does mark exactly one week. Well, last Wednesday was the, the last, when I first hunkered down here uh, at Casa del Mares. How are, how are you guys holding up? Like, is, is, is being around your family everything that you hope for and more? Well, yeah. Well, yes. First of all, um, but you know, it's funny. I've I've seen some of the memes that say when uh, you discover that your regular way of life is called quarantine. <laughs> I feel like that, that definitely that one spoke to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. Today's show, we are going to uh, take you guys through the newest or the, the latest on this entire situation. Uh, right before we started recording. It was uh, reported by Shams Karani, and then eventually the Lakers confirmed it that two players uh, came, you know, showed or tested positive for the coronavirus. Uh, the, those Lakers joined Marcus Smart and some players from, or some people from the Philadelphia 76ers, some people from the Denver three, Nuggets. Three members, three members from the 76ers organization, including players, yeah, for the release. Then, uh, the Nuggets also had, I believe, somebody in their organization. So we're going to, you know, kind of talk about that a little bit, the latest there. And then, you know, this is our Friday show where we try to keep things at least relatively light. So in the second segment, we're going to talk about the news that the big three is trying to push up its season somehow while everybody else is pushing their seasons back. Uh, and we're going to have some fun with how that might look and the, the most ridiculous version of the big three as they're kind of outlining it right now. And then in season or in segment four, three, sorry, in segment three, we are going to take you through the power rankings if and when the NBA season to resume after a three month long hiatus, which teams are best equipped for such a situation. So let's again, though, kind of circle back to today's news. Uh, you know, I think what we're finding out now is that, you know, people were probably a little unfair to Rudy Gobert, uh, first and foremost. I'm going to take away the probably on that. <laughs> yeah. People were unfair. I mean, yeah, there were certain, we talked about this a little bit before we came on, but, you know, the carelessness, the making light of it, whatever, I think that's those what things really me the did... wrong way. That's what well, and I think it should, and those those yeah. deserve the ridicule, I think, of a lot of people. But I think, you know, the world has changed a lot in the last week, Anthony, and that's what it, it's almost hard. And it's going it, to continue. It's almost hard to think back to what one week ago was like. And when this first one came out, I think a lot of people thought, oh, it was because of this carelessness that he, you know, that he got uh, that he got uh, this uh, mm -hmm. this virus, but. The the odds are, you know, we don't know how he got it. He could have got it from a number of different things. Now the carelessness, you know, that right. was that was silly, and that did, I think, being a public figure, maybe that harmed just people watching him and saying, oh, okay, if he thinks it's silly, then I could think it's silly. That that was the crime. That was the harm. But just getting it, I think, what we're what we now know for certain. And, and certainly what all the health officials have said is that a lot of people are going to get this. In fact, there's a chance that most people in the United States get this. So, um, you know, one week later, and, and I think people, some of the realization is sort of setting in that this isn't, not only is it not a laughing matter, but it might not even be that special, you know, that unique of a matter now that names are starting to come out and, and, and the frequency of, of high profile people are starting to pop up left and right. 
Yeah, I think there was a report that actually really caught my attention at the time where there were some players that didn't want to get tested because they were, you know, concerned about the stigma that came with potentially testing positive. And right. yep. that at this point, you know, given what we know about the virality of this of this situation, like that that, you know, becomes a ridiculous kind of stance, right? It, the more people that can get tested, the better, because that's how you diagnose right. the extent of the situation. And you know, Gobert, you know, kind of taking the hits that he took. Yeah, that, you know, some of the some of the takes on Gobert in the immediate aftermath on, on that, given how things have gone since, those are pretty tough to kind of look back on. Some of the some of the takes on that are pretty tough to kind of swallow right now. Uh, and and I wish we had spent, you know, a portion or percentage of the energy kind of lashing out at the initial wave of those who who tested positive at actually getting in you know keeping track of this stuff res responding in a more positive way in general to to actually addressing this situation so that you know the the actual uptick that we've seen recently might not have been so extreme well i don't know about that though in this one way anthony the you know the internet especially social media jokes you know the the old saying jokes are greater than facts or whatever mm -hmm. like the people just like to get their jokes off and that's a large part with the internet right or wrong i mean that that just is i don't think that's a thing that's going to change but you know a week ago i guess 6 days ago there was a post malone concert at pepsi center and it was packed and this yeah. was after you know, a lot of the reports the initial... came out saying people to stay home. So, mm -hmm. and people, you know, we're ridiculing them. We've seen the the spring breakers down um, in in Florida and in Texas and some along the coast that are out there saying, "Oh, I don't need to worry about it. if I get it, I get it." And you know, those people are getting ridiculed. And I think it, you know, we're past Rightly the threshold so. now. Well, and that, and that was my point is, I think we're we're past the threshold now where people know nobody nobody can claim ignorance yeah. on this topic. Like you should know better. And 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 I think with Gobert, it was maybe the first he was the first victim of that sort of public shaming for, hey, take this thing seriously. Yeah. Um, and he has since, of course, done a lot of things, donated an enormous amount of money mm -hmm. to various uh, different groups. And I think uh, obviously, um, you know, paying the penalty for his carelessness, but also, I think, trying to make up for it in a positive way. And so kudos to him. Mm -hmm. But and he me, immediately, that... again, to his credit, was very apologetic about how moronic he looked in, in the immediate in the in the in the moments leading up to his positive test sure absolutely um one other thing though anthony news today the nba also and this is big they tell team practice facilities to close down tomorrow yeah. today was the last day those are open before they had taken these precautionary measures where they said okay one person in at each basket at a time with one coach so no mm -hmm. group workouts basically you're working one-on-one -on -one with a coach is a, a, an attempt to limit it and they you know, take your temperatures, you walk into the building, all these different things. Well, now they say nobody inside the facility. And not just that, they don't want players working out in public facilities in general. Yeah. Really, unless you have a basketball court inside your home, which some players do. I mean, mm -hmm. there's a handful of, you know, the top players that, that will have that. But outside of that, you really can't practice. So whatever we talk about a hiatus for the NBA, if Iverson it does come back. Iverson has been waiting for this so long. <laughs> but, it, but in all seriousness, three months off, it's not like a regular three months. First of all, is like a regular off season. Mm -hmm. You know, players come out of shape and and you know they're rusty and you have to get into game shape and it takes a long time. Imagine if none of them played basketball in the <laughs> off season and that is sort of the scenario we we might be faced with, where guys haven't been working out with their trainers, working out at the gyms and facilities. They're just going to be working out at their own houses, which you can do some things, but NBA athletes, 
these are the best athletes in the world. No way they can expect top performance from them there. And then just not being in the gym and working on your game. And that's a, to me, that's a pretty huge blow. Yeah, it turns out those players who do have direct access either, you know, in their own home or or whatever to a basketball court, who knew that would be a legitimate <laughs> yeah. uh, advantage that people could take advantage of? <laughs> that could be a serious yeah. distancing factor gap in, in which teams might be able to compete is who has access to what uh, over the next three months or so. Uh, let's uh, Let's take a quick second here, and when we come back, we're going to... The big three, uh, by way of Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports, announced that they were going to try to, I, I believe the words they used was aid in uh, the lack of live sports or something like that, which was which is a funny way to okay. phrase it. Uh, we're going to discuss the actual announcement itself and then extend this thing because they had some pretty wild idea, ideas anyway on how they're going to go about this. Uh, we're going to extend that to its nth degree uh, and have a little bit of fun with the big three here in a bit. So again, this is from Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports. Uh, I'm reading directly the the league itself. To assure the league is operating in, under safe conditions, players will be quarantined in a large home provided by the league. Sources said a basketball court slash facility will be built built on site. If a player breaks quarantine at any point during the tournament, he would be eliminated and removed from the premises. Sources said this is all uh, the big three trying to, you know, kind of fill the void that the lack of, that the NBA or lack thereof has kind of created. Look, we could get into analyzing whether or not this is responsible, whether I don't believe it is, frankly, but whether this is the right. Can move. I hear why? Huh? I, I want to hear the rationale for why it's not because um, it sounds like it, it'd be like almost like Big Brother where pe mm -hmm. these people are quarantined. I'm guessing that the entire production crew, everybody would be quarantined. And, and, and so you have, in theory, a contained environment and then you provide some entertainment. What, what I, I'm generally curious. I, maybe I'm wrong on this, but what is it that that is off putting for you? I just think given what we know about this virus right now and how how. Uh, pervasive it is throughout our society. I just don't know if you can 100% be 100% be mm. sure in actually quarantining the people in the way that they're describing. And given that we're still in the uptick phase of this, like maybe maybe as soon as we start to see that we're in, in a bit of a downswing from, from the number of people who are testing positive for this. Uh, okay. Then I think fine. If you want to, if you want to try to slide in a little earlier than the NBA to try to take advantage of it, which you know, in and of itself, taking advantage of this just feels kind of gross to me. But, but if that's how you want to go about this, and for a growing league the way that the Big Three is, that's kind of what they're forced to do. Uh, then, if you want to be, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't know if the safety that they're talking about instituting is possible right now, uh, and that's what worries me. Mm. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. So, uh, like they said, though, and and like you said, it's going to be the big – I have it written down as the big three-brother house uh, and and some of the ideas. Are you ready for some of the ideas that I have for uh, televising the, the show within oh the show? Oh, my goodness. Oh, you... I, I'm so ready for this. Producer, producer Anthony, let's hear it. Well, so all of these teams, I believe – it isn't just three-player teams. Like they have a coach. They have all of these things. So – they have they have players that come. I think off you the have bench. a sub. I think there's an alternate or two. Yeah. Right. Right. So after a loss, one of the teammates gets voted off the team, 
and they do so in in like a in a televised ceremony where the player who gets voted off turns in their jersey, all that good stuff. Oh there's, man, they, I think immediately too. Like there's no there's right no there. you know you want the raw emotion of like. Yeah, come on, man! You're out of here. Right? I, I want, I want, I want all the players from the team to show up with their jersey, and they have to like hang that thing up as soon as in in some like grand survivor esque ceremony. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, inside the actual house, at least one TV must always be replaying that day's games or the previous day games. <laughs> So, so that these Just guys trash talk, right? So that these guys can either trash talk each other on different teams, or they could yell at each other for how like a certain play went that they thought should have gone elsewhere. But make for the for the most, I guess, uh, conflict that this could possibly produce. Speaking of conflict, who? Oh, go ahead. Okay. Well, speaking, I was going to say, who's in this league? Uh, well, so like, who's going to participate in this? I don't know. I mean, the Haynes wrote quote. Former NBA standouts such as Joe Johnson, Zach Randolph, and Greg Oden could participate in the tournament, but many details oh. need to be worked out. I don't think those guys. Well, that's that's the thing. Odenmeyer. Yeah, if you're that caliber of a player, I don't think you want this living inside. First of all, are there going to be cameras inside of this, yes. like you know, like real world? Yes. So we're going to be at, on top of a basketball show. It's also a drama. It's also like a reality show drama. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If you're an NBA player, man, why on earth would you put yourself – expose yourself to that? You could only make yourself look bad. Oh, uh, I forgot. I skipped a, I, I skipped one of my ideas. Also playing on another team, TV at all times are controversial games that these former NBA players participated in. <laughs> So that they can talk trash on how that went now, back in the day. Now this, this, this I'm for. Like if they, if in addition, <laughs> so you have the games, but if in addition you also had commentary on like big, high profile moments, yes. I would be all for this, <laughs> all for it. Get Gilbert Arenas in there. I'm sure he would. Gilbert Arenas, I'm sure, has some some things to say. Uh, for the conflict that these that these situations inevitably create, I they said that they're going to have a court on premises, right? You can challenge any player at any time to a one-on-one game to solve these issues. And if you lose a certain number of those one-on-one games, you're gone. You got to leave. I like it. It's going to be part like of the politics it. of the house. Uh, let's see. Oh, the mansion must at all, you know must also provide an official cards table. We know how much the that cards oh, table. This this I'm telling you right now, this this show that you're setting up would last one day of filming. <laughs> one day. <laughs> I'm here for it. Be one a, day. It would be a glorious down. one day. Uh, and my final, my final idea here uh, for for this all thing, and and this is more of a presentation thing. But you know how all these shows have a host, right? Like Ryan Seacrest ish or <laughs> yeah. Nick I do Lachey. Know how these for, shows have a host. For, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. You have a host. This show's host, Rashid Wallace. Oh, he would be a good host. Yeah. I think he'd be a good host. Give me, give me that. Either Rashid Wallace or players KG, only who would you prefer? You want. you want players only at the big three. <laughs> I could, honestly, man, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. You know, you know what's funny, though, is I actually – I would watch it. I don't think it's going to work. I don't think we're ever going to see this league. But you know what? It is funny, Anthony. We've been one week without sports, and it's weird. Is It is. I mean, we've had – we all know those months in the summer where it's pretty dead, but there's still something. I mean, you're still yeah. like, okay, some baseball, whatever. The mm-hmm. draft is a way, whatever. There's just not right now is the weirdest time, and just that there's truly nothing going on. So the big three, I, I mean, whether however you feel about it from an ethical standpoint, 
tell me you're not going to be watching that, especially if we're talking about four or five month, weeks into this, four or five weeks without any sports. Mm-hmm. You're telling me you're not going to be doing the big three? Oh, if they implement any of these ideas, I'm. I'm <laughs> <laughs> can we put this on like, can we put it on Showtime where cussing is allowed? Like, oh, of it, course. You know, it has to be. <laughs> give me, give me. I don't want this on NBC. I don't want it on ABC. I want this on like HBO 24 7 style. Like, this is, this is what I need. And if, if, and honestly, like, that, I think this is how the big three catches up to the NBA. Like, I think, I think if you add the, the kind of somewhat seedy, uh, reality TV aspect to, to lean all into this. the XFL, the yeah. XFL style of it. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I think, I think this is, I think this is how it goes. Now, I think that does kind of limit the type of former NBA player that participates in this thing, like long, long term. I think that becomes a legitimate concern. But if you're like, like Greg Oden, I think would do this because his career was cut short, and if this offers a way for him to gain back some of the earnings he passed up on because of those injuries, he might do this. And well, I, I will say, and the NBA is going to have to really get creative. I really believe this, Anthony. If they're going to salvage their season, even mm-hmm. in three months from now, I think they're going to have to get real creative. I, I just cannot imagine arenas full of fans. So if they did get start up again, I think it would be empty arenas. But even travel, I think, creates a yeah. whole other leg of logistics. So there is a scenario in which you know teams end up having to be in one place, in one city, and it's just a neutral site arena that every game is played on. I, I mean, to me, that wouldn't be too surprising. Um, and it might mimic a little bit of this. I don't think it'll be everybody in a house with t- cameras and everything like that. But it might be teams in one area for two months, and you just go start the playoffs, end it with the finals. You have a champion. You have the At least you can move on from the season knowing you didn't have to cut it right down the middle. And maybe that's the best solution to this. I think it's a week ago. This would have been laughable right now. It still kind of is. I think two weeks from now, we're going to be thinking of any scenario that allows there to be a champion this year. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's take a a quick second here. When we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, if, if that kind of a situation, that kind of scenario does play out, which teams are best prepared for it. I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm almost positive I just created a certified banger of a TV show. <laughs> You're gonna be rich, Anthony. You got it, man. One day. Just, uh, get a hold of Ice Cube. Ice Cube, get at me. I know you're listening. <laughs> just never mind me calling it potentially unethical earlier on that segment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see your power rankings, as we've done uh, every week, side for the 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 one. Uh, last week where we just didn't feel right to do power rankings given how raw everything was. But now that, you know, we're we're kind of realizing what or, or we redefining what normal is kind of feeling like, we're going to get back to these power rankings. In this series of them, Adam put together a list of teams that would be best equipped or, you know, might, might handle a long hiatus best. Uh, yeah. You were thrilled. I have I have rarely heard you so excited about a list as you put it together. Uh, so let's just go ahead and dive right in. Where are we at? So do you want to do some me, honorable mentions? Though, real quick, it's just if we imagine that the league picks up again in three months, mm-hmm. and and it's not you know forget about the formatting if it's right place whatever. Let's just assume every team in the NBA has a chance to compete for the championship. Every team, all yeah. thirty. That's what I'm power ranking. Mm-hmm. 
I'm I'm, okay. I'm excited about it. You you said it was such a long list that you might have to get into some honorable so, mentions. You have to go there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So I'm not, I have 19 teams here <laughs> that I thought were all worth mentioning. So I'm going to start at 19. I'm going to roll through these very quickly. Okay, okay, okay. I had the Kings at 19, the Grizzlies at 18. This just shows you how full the healthy the league is. I mean, these mm-hmm. are these were really good teams. These were the Kings and Grizzlies. Um, and then I have Mavericks, Pelicans. But if you say Kings, Grizzlies, Pelicans, those are three teams all that had a great chance of making the playoffs. So mm-hmm. the fact that they're so low uh, is kind of wild. So Kings, Grizzlies, Mavericks, My Pelicans. My one counter: the, the Kings aren't well equipped to to handle any league. Any. The only, only thing was they were they were starting to get they were starting to surge. Anthony, they were starting to get good. It was <laughs> um, <laughs> Coach Walton's plan was all coming together. <laughs> it took a while, <laughs> but uh, they were peaking. That's um, peak Walton. That's just as Walton. Walton as it gets. So then this gets a little surprising because then I have the Thunder next, and then Portland ahead of them. And here's why: Yusuf Nurkic would be back. Mm-hmm. Nurkic would be back. Damian Lillard would be back. You'd mm-hmm. be talking about a team. I don't remember what Collins's deal was, but you'd be talking about a team that, when fully healthy, I think Portland was one of the eight best teams in the Western Conference, maybe even one of the seven best teams. They just weren't healthy all year. You get healthy, and I think that the, the Portland is right up there, almost in the top ten. Not quite as high as the Pacers. I think the Pacers are ahead of them. And mm-hmm. then listen to this, Anthony: the Rockets, number number twelve. I have them outside the top ten. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Right, because the the experiment was kind of plateauing. So, you know, do, can they regain some of that form? <laughs> Small sample size, but yeah, I think they had lost like four in a row. So the plateaus. Are, I don't know four four games. We know for certain if that was a plateau or not. But here's yeah. the thing. Here's why I put them so low. Shooting. You talk about a variable. It's all there's so much variance in three point shooting. But you put these guys out there That's who a, haven't been working on their shots because there's no. There's no gyms to be working on, and you say, okay, you're going to live by the three, die by the three, but oh, by the way, you guys haven't even shot threes for three months. Yeah. To me, that makes them very, very susceptible to a rut. And they, we know they are really good at what they do, but they're not necessarily versatile. So they're outside my top ten. I don't know if there's an under that I would not feel comfortable betting when these games, if and when these games resume. <laughs> like the point totals are going to be hilarious. All right, one last honorable mention. We have to go quick here because mm-hmm. I I want to spend some time on the top yeah, ten. Yeah. But the Brooklyn Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, and they're I know outside. that's wild, but the they're out right outside. But they would get Kevin Durant back. I don't think they'd get Kyrie back, but mm-hmm. they would get Kevin Durant back. Look, man, they're probably not a top ten team, but boy, would that be a fun little little uh, <laughs> wrinkle to the playoffs to Durant say like, oh, against Brooklyn Giannis did- in round one. <laughs> In round what? Well, yeah, either either Giannis or the Toronto Raptors, the Boston Celtics, and again playing with house money. Like, oh, KD, you missed a year. Eh, you're on a team that's not supposed to win. Yeah, just go out there and have fun. Yeah, take forty shots. See what would happens. He, would he average like fifty? <laughs> he might. <If> he's healthy. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I, I I do think right before all this went down, there was because there was some kind of wondering whether or not KD could return. There was a report from somebody close to him saying that like he would probably not return this year, regardless of how long they're but out. You say that now. What do you say in three months? Yeah, that's a good point. All right. So who's actually in your list? Ready for this? Yeah. My number ten team, the last place Golden State Warriors. <laughs> All the way up to number ten, because in this case, you actually do have Steph back. We already know he was back, mm-hmm. but you also have Clay back. Great yeah. chance that. Remember, there was always the question of maybe he'll be back for the playoffs this year or not. You add an extra three months onto that, he's back. You get Draymond, you get Steph, you get Clay, you get house money. If the NBA, one of the things the NBA had talked about was, you know, maybe the eight seed is up for grabs and 
you know, the seven teams that were in the playoffs, those teams get they're in those records count, but the eight seed, it's the tournament style or whatever. Hmm. Maybe the Warriors win that one and they just throw a huge wrench into the Western Conference playoffs because as much as they're not that great, because I think they still need to fill out the rest of their roster, nobody wants to go up against Draymond, Steph, and Clay when they have nothing to lose. You know who wants that series badly? <laughs> LeBron James. LeBron wants that in a bad way. Like, oh, you know what? I would I'm say, finally I would the, I'm, I finally get to outgun you guys. Oh hell yes, let's do this. I'm telling you though, here's my one thing, and I'm with you. Like I would put up, I would put all my money on the Lakers. <laughs> but the one thing is, we're talking about the wildest curveball. Oh, yeah. nobody's practiced or played or done anything for so long. You know, maybe Curry just gets hot. Maybe he shoots 50, 60 percent for a series. <laughs> and it just happens. I think LeBron is one of the people who does have a court on his on his. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Lot, so, <laughs> all right. So point. who's who's point. number nine? I got the Miami Heat okay. for no other reason except for they're good. <laughs> they're just a good team. <laughs> all right. I mean, they did make a big trade or whatever. So you know, I guess they everybody would be kind of at the same starting place in terms of working people back in or working people in. Iguodala so. would be. Very well rested, <laughs> extremely well rested. <laughs> I think I think we're gonna like test the theory as far as like how is there such thing as too well rested? <laughs> I think there probably is. Uh, number eight for me with the Utah Jazz. They okay. they probably should. I should. You know what? I should. I'm gonna, I should move them. I'm gonna switch them just right now with the Warriors all the way. Just gonna move them all the way back to ten. And here's why: the Jazz have the interesting variable of. Everybody kind of hates Gobert right now. At least the reports have <laughs> no, been. No, there's a there legitimate rift between. A legitimate, that's yeah. what I mean. And it would be, a, I think, an uncomfortable locker room. As much as three months from now, maybe emotions have tempered. It's still, there's always that underlying, like, do we really forgive this guy? And I just think that's an extra little curveball for them. They're, they got to hope that the NBA really allows for a, a decent chunk of games before the playoffs resume. Right. I just don't see how they can, though. I mean, no, I, I've I agree. always said I think it would be like five games max. And you're into the playoffs. You got to yeah. go. Um, my next team is 76ers. The 76ers would move up a lot if Ben Simmons returned by this time, and he could. But we're talking about a back injury that mm-hmm. there's just if he was back, I think I would move him them all the way up to four or five. Um, but without him being back, you know, I, I just I just don't know. There was of course Joel Embiid had had some injury concerns, but one thing about Embiid is. He's never stayed in great shape for long. So when we talk yeah. about who would fall out of shape over this hiatus, he's at least a guy that history tells us is is likely or at least more likely than most to fall out of shape. There was a fun story earlier this week about how he asked his agent to do his work and try to get Embiid to L.A. Uh, if he could fall that far in the draft back when he was drafted. And <laughs> I guess he had gone out to eat with some executives from Cleveland and put away like three chocolate cakes. <laughs> the old Charles Barkley, huh? <laughs> so, yeah, that's the guy I think is definitely staying in shape over the next that's three hilarious. months. All right, that's who's, hilarious. Who's next on your list? Well, a similar boat, the Denver Nuggets. And <laughs> this is a team that <laughs> you talk about Jokic, who, by the way, Anthony, was in the best shape of his career yeah. right before this. Mm-hmm. But do I have confidence that he'll be in the best shape of his career three months from now? Unfortunately, I do not. So he becomes another really big variable. The one thing I'll say, the Nuggets, like the Celtics, one of the youngest teams in the NBA. And, you know, who knows, three months from now, maybe maybe that makes a little bit of a difference. These guys just a little physically more mature. But I'll also say this. I do feel bad for the young players because I believe, and I've talked about this before, players between like 
you know, 16 and 22, 23, those are the, your best years for development. That's where your curve's the steepest. And if you told somebody, imagine telling LeBron James at the height of his, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old when he's really developing, say, hey, you can't play basketball for three months. That's kind of a killer. That's a killer yeah. for young players. Yeah, I wonder if we are going to see some long-term ripple effects in like this generation of 19 to 21-year-old players. Only if this thing extended for like a year. But if it's only, two, I mean, only, quote-unquote, only two or three months, I don't see it. But you know, That's, that's the longest time most of these people have spent away from the sport. No doubt about it. No yeah. doubt about it. Uh, also, also, like, do you think there's anybody more upset at this break than Jokic's horses? Like, because like, he can't go back. We had it. Oh, good point. He can't go back to Serbia. Oh, good and point. Never mind. You bite your tongue. His horses love him. All right, top five: <laughs> the uh, Toronto Raptors. Uh huh. Toronto Raptors. Again, okay. they're good. They're just good. They are so, good. They're good. They're they're a very. I, it's funny you think about how does each organization handle this just from like communi- communication i mean there's protocols every team has to do but you know i wouldn't be surprised if toronto was handling this better than everybody else just in terms of you know communication with their players being on the same page staying unified i think raptors i think they'd be good they're probably the most underrated organization in the league right now right well they might be the best so yes yeah that's <laughs> I mean, what they, i mean because really nobody would think of them that way sport. Their synergy between their G League and their team is great. Their fan base and how they've cultivated it is great. Obviously, their general manager, Nurse. their talent development. I mean, look at how much, how many players. Terrence Davis this year became an actual high-level role player picked from obscurity. So they do a great job of developing guys. I wouldn't be surprised if they handled this as well as, as anybody. Yep. All right. Who's Who do you got next? The Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics. They were surging. They, too, like, you know what? They were on a run. They were getting good. Um, There are a bunch of young players that, again, I think you can expect to be, you know, only get better with time. Um, I I just think the Boston Celtics would be a top four team. Yeah. I I, I do kind of wonder. Tatum was playing so well. But maybe it's because, again, he's 21 years old. Maybe it's because, or 21, 22. Maybe it's just because... You get better as you get older at that time, point in time. Well, I just mean, I, I just mean, like, for, of of the N, of players in the NBA who did not want to see a lengthy hiatus, Tatum was probably up there in terms of like the the players who least want to see that. Just given how well he was playing for really the first time in his career. <laughs> I can't, the funny thing about you, Anthony, is I can't ever tell when you're being serious or when you're joking. <laughs> That was the first time he played well in his career. Okay, we're moving on. That well? Number that, three. This is Adam. a surprise. This is a surprise. He number had never three. been there before. Well, that was the best. Yes, that was the best he had played. Yeah. But like I'm saying is you would expect somebody his age to be playing the best they've ever played. Then when he comes back, that would be the best. And then next year would be the best. I mean, he's on a, at an age when you would always expect them to get better. But I want to yeah. move on. Number three, the Milwaukee Bucks. This might surprise you. Number three. And yeah. here's why. I think the Bucks are fantastic. They had an enormous amount of momentum. I think this hiatus really hurts them as much as anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're a hot team, especially a small market, you know, underdog team like they are, I think that momentum really matters. In three months, they can only get worse, Anthony. They can't get better. Right. They were already on pace for 70 wins. And now they have that loss of the Lakers just kind of stuck in the back of their head. Are we really that they good? They have to sit on it. <laughs> Think about how many games they won this year, and they have to sit on that. Yeah, <laughs> take that L right before you, the break. Your team loses on a Friday, and they don't play again until Monday or Tuesday. And you're yeah. like, oh, my gosh, three days we have to sit on this loss? Three months for them. Yeah, right, right. And also another team that relies really heavily on shooting. So Yeah, that's a good point. Great, great point. Uh, who do you get? Who's number two here? 
Number two, the Los Angeles Lakers. Huh. The Los Angeles Lakers, number two. Now, they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and there's only so much damage you can do. They all, Those two guys also almost certainly have basketball courts inside their home, so yeah. those guys, I think, can stay in, in fantastic tip-top On the Space shape. Jam lot. On the Space Jam, yeah, maybe Space Jam, maybe on hold. Um, but yeah, uh, those guys, they're just, the Lakers, I think, going into this break, were the number one team. I mean, we saw the wins over the Clippers and Bucks, and as, you know, if you said Bucks, I wouldn't mind, but to me, it was probably the Lakers, but this hiatus to me, I've watched LeBron teams a lot, his whole career, in fact, and I just know there's certain rhythms to how they were going, and I thought that that rhythm to that team was just so perfect, starting to come together, starting to peak. Now you take three months off, and their best player, who, by the way, is my age, 35 years old, (laughs) and now he has to take off this entire three months and then be back at the top there. Every day that goes by, the clock is ticking on on LeBron James, and so three months, that hurts. Again, though, he... So I, I believe, I don't know if he still does this, but every new city he's gone to, he's replicated the workout environment from that team facility in his house. But Anthony, we know that, look, and you you have to admit it, He's every day that goes by, he becomes more susceptible or more likely to be over the hill or whatever. And you put a three-month break in that, to me, I don't care how good of a setup he has at his house, that throws off a rhythm. By the way, this guy had 17 I'm, years of the same rhythm. But but I he guess like that's I guess that's what I I mean that's a good point that his his rhythm is this thrown off but I I will also say though like if there's a if there's a player I trust to stay in shape during this time it's it's probably LeBron again I, I they're number two you're upset because they're number two but no, they no, are no, number I'm not two upset. because I'm just... one of the old the, the player with the most mileage on his body has to take this abrupt three month break and then go right into top form basketball like the top. It's time for you to go. To me, the older you are, the tougher that is. And unfortunately for LeBron, he is. that That's just where he is. This, also, this one really hurts LeBron. It's also been fun to watch Danny Green, now that basketball out, is out of his way, just focus on podcasting. <laughs> I haven't heard any of them. Have it's, they been good? It's like a daily thing. He's on this really? show. He's on this show. He's on this show. Oh, He's on this show. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Um, number one, the the LA Clippers. And here's the thing. Already, I thought they were starting to come together and look very, very good with mm-hmm. with Kawhi and, and and Paul George. But the story with them has been injuries. It's just they need rest. I mean, they've rested the whole season basically. Yeah, they need time off. They just got handed three months off where they don't have to put that stress on their bodies. If they came back, to me, they just have the talent, and and in particular, not just the talent, but they're the talent. They have the guys that can guard LeBron James and cause yeah. him trouble. So to me. You give a team that was banged up and needed rest three months rest and then ask them to go into it. The the Clippers, and they knew this about themselves, they were designed for the playoff season, not the regular season. Yeah, and now so that's all you have. Out of the regular season. cut out the regular season and go to the playoffs. <laughs> like, oh, perfect. That's what we wanted anyway. Yeah. I think all, all great points. I do worry a little bit about the team chemistry there. Right. Like you got, yeah. you got, you got three months of these guys not talking to each other. If I were the Lakers, I like if I was if I was a Laker with access to a Clippers phone number, I would just send the occasional text to Montrezl Harrell, like, "Hey, remember how Kawhi was taking like every fourth or fifth night off, and now he gets this long oh, break anyway." Okay. If, you, if you were playing for the Lakers, you'd be sending them text like, "Hey, man, meet me at this very packed club. I'll be there," and then. <laughs> Oh, they arrived. Sorry, couldn't make it, man. Hope you're doing well. I do got to say the funniest moments of this uh, entire 
this last week or so was somebody asked Dudley, like, how long does it take to get back in basketball shape? And he was like, at least a good month. And I'm thinking, and that's Jared Dadbod Dudley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that, that made me crack up at home. Yeah. Hey, the Clippers, these are champs. <laughs> if the league doesn't resume, I think you should just, you should just give it to him, Anthony. See, see now, you're, now you're just trying to be hurt. <laughs> all right it was fun it was fun to get back to having a little bit of fun on this show uh and this is kind of how we're going to approach this entire break we're just going to try to to keep things as light as we possibly can and uh and get you guys through at least the, the weekend uh leading up to whatever news is waiting for you on the other side of it please continue to be safe out there keep your family close to you be smart be hygienic all that stuff as we're learning social distancing is 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 a real legitimate factor that is, is going to be a tool that we use in all this so so please just be smart in 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 taking part in that have a great rest of your weekend and adam and i will be here to talk to you guys next week